Healing in the name of Jesus. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study with us here at Renew Network Podcast. Uh, We are moving on in Acts chapter 3. Today we're looking at verses 11 through 16. You'll remember yesterday uh, Peter performed his first public miracle, uh, healing the lame beggar who uh, had been begging at the beautiful gate, uh, presumably for years and years and years. And in a moment, uh, an encounter with Peter through the healing power of Jesus, that man was restored to his full health. We pick up uh, following that event in uh, verses 11 through 16, and we'll see in just a moment uh, what Luke records for us there. But before we do, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you once again for your uh, precious attention to detail. Uh, There's nothing about our lives you're not aware of. There's no need that escapes your knowledge Uh, And there is nothing we're going through, Lord, that you don't care about. And so we give you thanks for that. Father, we come as we are into your presence, and we ask that you would tune us into the sound of your voice. We don't want to miss what you have for us today. So speak, O God, through your word as you are faithful to do. And we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here is Acts chapter 3, verses 11 through 16. Luke writes, While he, the lame man who was healed, clung to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astounded, ran together to them in the portico called Solomon's. And when Peter saw it, he addressed the people, Men of Israel, why do you wonder at this, or why do you stare at us, as though by our own power or piety we have made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you denied the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and you killed the author of life whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. And his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given this man uh, perfect health in the presence of you all. Now, uh, Peter and John were moving toward the temple after the healing of the lame man. And the lame man was following them and singing joyful praises, leaping on his newly empowered feet and legs. Uh, And Luke says, clinging to them as they made their way to Solomon's portico. And the people followed also. And they were still astounded at what had taken place because they knew this man's situation and had seen him daily as they made their way toward the temple courts. Um, and Peter, seeing this crowd following, stops for a moment to address them, and he asks them, why, why, why do you wonder at this? Why are you staring at us as if we have done something uh, by some power we possess on our own? Let me tell you what happened here. The God that you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the, the God of um, our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, and it is by Jesus' name, it's by the power of Jesus' name, that this man 
has been given perfect health in the presence of all of you. And uh, this Jesus that you handed over to be killed, this Jesus that you are complicit in crucifying, this Jesus, by his power, by the power of his name, this man is healed. This man has been restored to his full health because of Jesus. Mic drop moment. <laughs> and there's not much he can say to that. Uh, Peter and John are affirming that it was not in their own power. This isn't power they possess. When God uses us in a powerful way in someone's life, it's not power that we inherently possess. It is power on loan to us from God. It is power that we are simply being a conduit for. Um, whatever power it, that comes out in our prayers or through our prayers is based solely uh, in the name of Jesus. We invoke the power of the name of Jesus when we pray uh, healing for someone we care about who's struggling. Uh, it's, it's the power of the, name of, Je- of the name of Jesus that we invoke when we pray into difficult circumstances, marriages that are on the brink. Uh, lives that are broken and lost and hurting, addicted people that we're lifting up before Jesus who find uh, healing in an encounter with him. Uh, it's not our own power. We don't possess this power. There's nothing inherently powerful in us that would that would bring about these kind of healing events, these kinds of miracles. And so they rightly, uh, humbly, say, don't look to us. (laughs) We are simply instruments. We are simply conduits of this power. Um, But this power is all God. And um, in the name of Jesus, there's inherent power. And we invoke the name of Jesus because we believe, uh, we believe the power in the name of Jesus We believe that the name of Jesus has power to change lives, to heal the broken, to release the captive, and to restore those who who aren't whole. And so we invoke the name of Jesus. And um, what an amazing moment. And it settled the crowd. Uh, They're all grabbing at Peter and John, thinking they're these amazing guys, and they were amazing men of faith. But the power on display was the power of God in Christ. My friends, wherever we see power at work in positive, life-changing ways, we can be sure that it is the power of God on display. Um, The power of God uh, in the name of Jesus has has everything that we need. (laughs) And uh, we often... Um, don't utilize the resource of God's power in Christ uh, enough. Um, We look at what happens in the book of Acts, and we're content uh, having experiences in the churches that we attend and have united with that are anything like but what we see in the book of Acts. And it's so rare when we see the power of God on display as the Holy Spirit is present Uh, It's rare that we have experiences uh, that rival anything we read in the book of Acts. And yet, this power is readily available to us in Christ if we will call on his name and uh, invite the Holy Spirit to be at work. We've got to be conduits. We've got to be willing instruments so that God's power uh, can be used uh, in this world in a mighty way. 
I'm challenged by these words, and um, I'm moved by the humility of Peter and John, as they don't take credit for what's happened. They they credit the one with the power, <laughs> Jesus, our Lord and Savior. May we credit the one with the power when people's lives are being changed and transformed, and we are um, in the mix as a mentor or friend or one who has prayed May we credit the one with the power so that the credit goes where it is due. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study. And I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow. I pray that these words will continue to stir within you as you consider them today. God bless.